Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Everywhere Present Podcast. I'm Grant. And I'm Nicole. And today we're going to be talking about community. And I think what spurred this conversation for us um, was the Nativity Fast is coming up. And something we've been trying to do, uh, in, focus on in particular during Lent and the fasting periods, is sharing in our community like getting to know our community as part of that fast, as part of that, uh, uh, focusing back on God, right? Like that, that, uh, what the fasting period is for, right? Focusing back on him. Well, your community is a big part of that. And so for us, something we've been doing for the last couple of years now is, uh, inviting, uh, people over that we, uh, maybe we don't know at all. Maybe we know a little bit, or maybe we know pretty well, but we want to get to know better. We invite them over, uh, usually on a Saturday night, and we have a Lenten meal together, right? And we just, we pray, we eat, we talk, we chat, and we, you know, strengthen that bond in our community. And I think, um, you know, this is something we can look to in Scripture, for things that we have, community has always been a big part of the Christian life. Um, you know, St. Matthew talks about in his gospel, wherever two or three of you are gathered, there I am also, right? So Christ is here with us. Also, uh, St. Paul, uh, in uh, his letter to the Romans, chapter 1, verse 11, For I long to see you, that I may impart to you some spiritual gift, so that you may be established, That is, that I may be encouraged together with you by the mutual faith, both of you and me. I think that verse really speaks to the feeling that we get when we do this tradition, small t, um, that Grant was referring to. We feel so uplifted, inspired, encouraged, um, having these conversations with others in our faith, um, learning people's backgrounds, stories. Um, and, you know, we hope to impart a small piece of that feeling with those that are with us as well. And it really helps set the example for our children and why community is important, why focusing on strengthening these bonds is important. Um, and, it speaks to being able to, you know, rejoice together as a community, but then also being able to carry each other's burdens, which, you know, we can attest to that this last year. We've had a lot of people helping us carry our burdens and we wouldn't have survived without that. Um, and we are really appreciative of that community. And I think, yeah, what did spur that conversation was you know, our focus with the fast, um, uh, and with our history, you know, when we first moved to Colorado, we didn't have a church established out there that we were a member of. We didn't know anyone out there. Um, we had friends that lived there that were an hour away. And so we had an experience without community, for a length of time. Yeah. And eventually we, we did kind of get involved in the church community out there. 
Uh, and it was kind of a, it was an interesting experience. I think it gave us a different perspective on what community is coming from our parish here in Indianapolis, which is a very large parish. And even when we first joined, um, right, it was still a large parish then. And then going out to Colorado to a small parish, right, where you have, you know, 30 people on a Sunday in the church. Um, and then... And you go down to the basement. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of like, it was like your one room schoolhouse type, you know, church, the small little church. You go down to the basement and, uh, you had a meal that someone from the community like went through the effort to prepare for everybody. Cause that's what we, we, you were doing on, on Sunday. Right. You had, uh, you had liturgy and then you came down and you had a little meal. Right. It wasn't just like uh, at our parish now we have coffee hour, which is like, uh, I don't know. It's kind of like snacks and coffee. It's not bad, but you know, it's not like, like this is like a full meal. Like sometimes you do have like, you know, depending on who was cooking, you know, you could have like a full lamb down there. <laughs> you, you could have a huge, huge, you know, yeah, my big fat Greek wedding down there <laughs> some days, <laughs> but uh, you know, and so it was like, oh, this is, you know, this is community. Right. And we got to know, we got to know people down there, you know, our oldest, her, her godparents, we met, we met them at that parish. Um, the priest there, still my spiritual father, still someone I talk to like every day, you know, and I still talk to other people from that parish, you know, quite often. And so, um, it, it just showed us, I guess, what a, a different view of community and what community could be. And so we started trying to do our part, I guess, to, to bring some of that back here. Cause it's not, you know, when you have 150 or 200 people on a Sunday, it's not possible to have, you know, a full sit down meal and really get to know people. Um, and so you have to make the effort outside of that. And I think that's, you know, that's part of living liturgically, right. Is trying to, um, form these little bonds, you know, throughout the year and with different members of your community, we have some small groups here and our small groups, a way that we do that, that we grow closer to our community. Um, you know, and, and we do it in other ways too. It's not just, it's not just, about, you know, having someone over for a meal or having a formal small group. Another way that we do it is through our prayer life. So especially our oldest, she's very aware of like the prayers that we're doing. Like we frequently do a sick prayer, whether for our children that are sick or if we're sick, but we also do sick prayers for anyone in the community that we've heard, you know, are in the hospital or are, you know, just at home sick. And so she will add people to that list, um, from her community. So sometimes she'll add someone from school. Sometimes she'll add someone from church. Um, and we just, you know, say their name as part of the prayer. And then she also uses like a prayer for family and friends where you can list names and we add people to that list as a family. Um, you know, people that we know as adults that need prayers. And then she also will add people to that list to pray for the community. Yeah. So, I mean, we have, uh, we've talked about a couple different ways here. We've talked about, um, you know, having a meal, hospitality, which is obviously big in the faith, having people over, 
right? We've talked about formalized things like small groups, and we've talked about perhaps the most accessible way for most people to get started with this is to pray, you know, have, have a list of people, you know, that, that you want to pray for, whether that's your godchildren or your, your godparents or, uh, people in your community, you know, that, um, you know, if we see some, someone who's struggling in our community or going through a rough time, or we know they have something big coming up in their life, you know, we'll make sure to just add them to that intercessory prayer. And that's something very easy that, that, uh, you know, you can do as well in your home and you can show your kids that as well, right? You can show them that it's important not just to read the prayers in the prayer book, uh, or to say the Jesus prayer, but also to, to pray for other people. You know, there's something to be said for, uh, when you're going through things, you know, that you're praying, but also asking your community to pray for you, you know, to kind of multiply those prayers, not necessarily that, you know, the more prayers and, you know, you got to reach some level for God to give you (laughs) what you request or whatnot. Uh, but you know, it's good to have that community praying and thinking for you, you know? Um, and so I think those are all important things when you're trying to live liturgically is, is to remember that, we work out our salvation in our community and you know, that involves us interacting with them and not just on Sundays, but you know, throughout the week as well. Nicole, any final thoughts on uh, community and living liturgically? No. All right. Well, I think that sums it up for this episode. Um, Since we were talking about community, if you would like to join our little community, here uh, online, we are going to be hosting a uh, a nativity small group going through the book "Behold a Great Light" from Ancient Faith Publishing, and it's a daily devotional. It's a short read, like one page front and back, um, of a little snippet for nativity, a little thought for nativity, and then we're going to meet uh, every Tuesday starting on the twenty first at eight p.m. And we're just going to discuss the weeks um, on, Zoom. on Zoom. Yeah, sorry, on Zoom. Um, we're going to discuss the week's devotionals, you know, what stood out to us and, you know, what we thought of it and those sorts of things. Um, so if you're interested and you want to join us for that, you can visit our website, everywherepresent.com. And if you, that first landing page, it'll have a place you can put in your name and email. And uh, we'll send you the Zoom link uh, on Tuesdays before we start the meeting. And uh, as always, if you have any feedback or anything like that, um, you can now send us an email to info at everywherepresent.com if you'd like to share your thoughts with us on that. Or we're still available on Instagram at everywherepresent. Uh, You can send us a DM there if you like. Uh, But as always, we'd ask that the prayers and the blessings of the Lord would be with each and every one of you. 